Well, thanks for listening to the LCR Media Podcast, where we get to know the pros. I'm your host, LCR Naylor Taliaferro. And on today's episode, we are live from Synced Live. It's the second year this conference has been going in Atlanta, Georgia. I have to say real quick that I have every trip that I take on in, in uh, flying, I always, I'm from Richmond, Virginia area, so I always have to fly out of Richmond to Atlanta and then transfer to another flight to go wherever else in the country I want to go. Unless I'm going to Florida, usually that's a direct flight. So this is, I'm always like, man, I wish I could just stop and just go to Atlanta. And this this is that time. So uh, my good old friend, friend of the show, uh, Paul James of the Green Industry Podcast, he lives in Atlanta, so I've always been wanting to just hang out with him for a little bit. So all the, you know, the moon and all the stars aligned for us to uh, have this this great new up-and-coming conference here in Atlanta, Georgia, right in Paul's stomping ground. So I was able to actually fly to Atlanta, get off the plane, have some breakfast with Paul, check out a podcast studio local that's pretty epic for some future endeavors, and then come to Synced Live and start getting uh, some fresh new content for you guys. And my first guest here is Josh. How's it going, Josh? Hey, how are you doing today? Good, thank you. Thank you for being here. I know you're already on um, Paul Jameson's uh, podcast, so I don't want to exhaust you with too with oh, too much. You're fine. <laughs> I have the gift of gab. Sometimes I don't know when to stop. <laughs> oh boy, well that's perfect for podcasting, right? Perfect for podcasting because the most awkward thing you can have on a podcast is no talking. Right? Because <laughs> people are just like listening, like, <laughs> yeah, did, what happened? Did I lose connection? Like, is there is there a technical glitch? Right. You know, so we don't want any awkward pauses if we can help it and stuff like that. So that's good. Talking is good for podcasting. So perfect. Um, so let's let's get to know you a little bit. This is my first time meeting you. I know we talked a, a little bit um, off air, but let's get everyone caught up to speed. Those that haven't heard your story yet on the Green Industry Podcast. Um, or maybe even we'll have a different version of it. Who knows? Okay. Like, you know, maybe we'll dive into other things that maybe you didn't talk about on there. So okay. why don't you let her, fill everybody in about you? Like, uh, Well, um, for, I'm 40 years old, turned 40 in October, and this is my second lawn service business that I've owned and operated. The first one I started out of high school at 16 and uh, built it up. Fairly decent sized business to us, 21, and I was young and didn't know what I wanted to do. So I sold the business to a guy that got started in it, and now he's one of the larger landscaping businesses in that area. And uh, I decided to go to driving trucks. So I drove 18 wheelers for 13 years, um, some local, mainly over the road, and uh, met my wife and uh, started dating her and decided to uh, get married and decided to get out of the truck. So I got a job with a grocery store, Publix grocery store, and worked my way into produce management and got into that and uh, decided to get back out of that. It was just too stressful. Life's too short. And I love uh, working outside and doing yard work and lawn maintenance and landscaping and I've always had a green thumb. I've always had gardens and stuff, vegetable gardens in the summer and springtime, and always keep my yard manicured really good. And just had a lot of faith in myself and decided, well, I've done it once before. I can do it again. <laughs> so I hear you. 2019 is when I started back, and COVID was going on and everything, and it it was not slow at all. The phone was ringing off the hook. You know, people started remembering when I did it before, so they would call and. Now we've built it back. This is our fifth year doing it again, and we're pretty, pretty, pretty good size now. We're not huge by no means, but we're we're getting there. One day, I want to get compatible compatible with uh, some of the larger companies, you know. But I just do my thing, man. I just go out and take care of their property like it's mine, and and that's all we do, you know. Do a little bit of landscaping, the install work, 
nothing major. Trying to get into some hardscaping, doing a little bit of that. Um, you know, it's just uh, my passion, and that's why I wanted to come here to this this show to get to meet people that I don't get to normally meet because you know there's not a lot of people around where I live that you know want to talk to you about, especially the ones that are in the business that are not you know open to talking about the business. They just you know want to. They're out for the other reasons not the reasons that i'm in it i'm in it for the network and the relationship building with people you know at the end of the day you know it's not who you know it's it's what you know and and you want them to know you you know you you know that's how how i like to do things you know and yeah i never meet a stranger right (laughs) (laughs) that's good that's good so what um well for one let's say so uh let's go on that a little bit more what what made you come to sync live well, um, I've been watching podcasts. Uh, I've been watching Jeremiah's podcast and Paul's, and um, just thought uh, they were talking about this, and I didn't even know that this was a thing over here. You know, I knew that they had the the big one in uh, St. Louis last year, and they have it, you know, every year and everything. And I'm planning on going in the future for that. Um, I'm planning on going to the Hattiesburg one in a couple of weeks. I'm looking forward to that. Nice, but I just want to get out you know try to do some different things you know um get out of my comfort zone a little bit you know Um, and it's only a couple hour drive for you right Yeah, it's like two hours that's awesome uh, that's like nothing really compared to some of the other like going to louisville kentucky or something like that right right you know like i said i drove a truck for 13 years so two hour drive is (laughs) that's nothing (laughs) nothing for me you know uh, but yeah, I'm skipping a jump. Oh yeah. yeah, but it's it's a great event. You should get out and come vis- visit this. Put this on your agenda for next year. This is something that you need to go to. It's going to be very interesting. Yeah, it's it, it's. I mean, this is the soft open today. You know, three to seven, and then uh, tomorrow they're open all day from nine a.m. I believe. So uh, you know, and they're going to have like st- they have multiple stages i think one two three three stages set up where there's going to be uh keynote speakers and training so very very unique experience here along with all the booths we you know with different uh brands vendors as they call them mm-hmm. that are here to uh inform you of their products and services so it, it's it, it's it's second year i i can only see great things coming from from this i mean every conference every trade show has to start somewhere right right and, and most of them probably started just like this i mean equip expo as massive as it is in louisville Kentucky, Kentucky. It didn't start, you know, with 20,000 plus people like, like they have now. I mean, it started somewhere very small and they grew. So, right. um, so yeah, so that's great. So we're trying, trying to help get the word out and, and experience it for ourselves as well. And I look forward to uh, some, some exciting things over the next, I'd say 24 to 48 hours or 36 hours or whatever that is from now till the end of the show tomorrow. So um, that's cool. Um, and it's, it's, it's also great, you know, when you live local enough, you know, to come here. It seems like Atlanta is a really good central kind of location for a lot of folks. It know, is. They can it just kind of come down here from wherever. So even if you're flying, you know, it's one of the biggest airports in the country and it's, it's right not too far from here so i mean there's traffic that's a whole nother thing but technically it's not that far from here right without traffic so well you were talking about the flights that you have to take connecting flights yeah. a lot of times if you go anywhere out of birmingham mm-hmm. you have to drive to atlanta to get on a oh plane. wow <laughs> yeah there's there's a lot of flights that don't go out of birmingham wow yeah there you go yeah. see yeah no wonder why atlanta's so busy because there's people from other states coming there right just to, get, just to fly to another destination right yeah, I, I get that. We can kind of have that in Richmond, too. Like, we can go to Baltimore or uh, New York or New Jersey or something. But New York New Jersey is really far. But Baltimore, I think, would be the next 
the next best step or, or Charlotte, North Carolina. Like, so a similar thing, a couple hours in different directions to a different airport to go to a plane to a different area. Um, it is what it is, right? I don't, I don't know how they figure out the science of all that, but you do what you got to do. So I wanted to ask, since you've been, um, you've been in the lawn care industry twice now, what, what, what do you think has changed or what have you seen change the most since well, the last time in it? Well, the biggest thing that I've changed is the fuel, I've seen changes in fuel prices. Uh, <laughs> right. I remember yeah. when I was in high school, it was like $1.45 a gallon. Oh, you know? I remember those days. <laughs> <laughs> and, you, you know, you, you could cut yards a lot cheaper back then, but, you know, even back then, you know, the prices they're not they're not really that much different i know because a lot of the a lot of the clients still want their yard cut for forty dollars and you can't do it yeah and so you you have to learn to just communicate with them and tell them say look it's not 2000 anymore don't be scared to tell them and remind them in a nice way you know just say hey you know it's not 2000 anymore yeah you know i have insurances i have you know all this stuff that i have to pay just to show up in your yard so that you don't get sued if my guys get hurt or if i get hurt i'm not suing you right and then they you know laugh with them with it and they usually write you a check and they're cool you know yeah but just be honest with people. Just be upfront. Just be yourself. That's all I can say. Because I mean, that's how I. You know, I, either you like me or you don't. I mean, that's. I'm just. It's either you know. Try to be me every yeah. day. You know. Yeah. What 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 do you think um, is the big difference to why people are uh, not paying more? Like what? Like you're not the first person that said that. There's some people that have been in the industry the entire time since when you started all the way through now, and it's. They've said similar things like a price of a, of a of a pickup truck has gone up. You know, all these prices have gone up, but a $40 yard is still a $40 yard, you know, 20, 30 years later. How, right. how, how is that still a thing? I don't understand. What, what, what well, is your perspective? Well, my perspective on that is it's all in the eyes of the beholder, you know, because some people, they'll go and buy a $100 ba- a purse or bag or something at, at the store. But they won't go buy the same bag with a different brand on it. It's the same. It does the same thing at the end of the day, but they want that name on it. With grass cutting, there's no name to put on that yard other than you and what you bring to that yard. So if you make your yard look 10 times better than the guy that's charging $40, and you, you can get $75 for that $40 yard, that you can do it. You can do that. But you have to do the work. You have to make that yard stand out. And, yeah, and and don't cut any corners ever. And yeah, do, you can do it. You can raise the prices gradually, and you can get where you need to be. But you can't go. I heard somebody say the other day that their lawn care provider went up twenty five percent this year. That's wow. just too that's big a, of a jump. Yeah, that's a you big know one. you can't you can't go that you can't you'll scare them off. You can't go and charge eighty dollars for a forty dollar yard. You just can't do it. Are you ready to grow your lawn care and landscaping business at Lightspeed? Hey, I am Cody Owen with Lightspeed Social Agency, and you have heard me talk shop on every lawn care podcast that you listen to, maybe even over on my YouTube channel, and I hope that you have taken advantage of the expert knowledge that I've given in those interviews, but I want you to personally experience the power of putting Lightspeed Social behind your business this spring. Sign up for Facebook and Instagram ads management and put my team's years of experience to work in your business. 
Toro's new Revolution Series lineup provides you with a smarter, more connected fleet that makes your operation more efficient than ever before. It's the products you already know and love, just supercharged with Toro's Hypercell battery system. Learn all about Toro's new Revolution Series line at revolution.toro.com or click the link tree in the episode description to get you there fast. And now the LCR Media Podcast continues. Maybe you work your way up to that, but like like the new people, you do that, and the people yeah. you have existing just trying to work them up, you know? Right. It's your fault that you priced them that badly. If that's the case, you can't just... Right. I mean, you can, obviously, but you're not going to be very successful doing that. Well, it's kind of it's like this, too, you know, like... I support the Boy Scouts. I was in the Boy Scouts when I was growing up, and they at where we live every year they have a pine straw sale, uh, and they'll yeah. they'll come and they'll sell pine straw for this year for seven dollars and twenty five cents a bale installed. Wow! So so I don't get mad when my clients call me and say, "Hey, we're not going to do pine straw this year. We're going to let the Boy Scouts." Do. I don't have a problem with that. Okay, I don't get mad. I don't get upset. That's okay. But when I have a client that calls me and I tell them our regular price for doing the install on pine straw, most of the time they, they, they're okay. But sometimes here lately they have questioned it, but it's because we've had to increase the price due to the inflation. Right. But yeah. some of it's going to go back down a little bit, hopefully. But, yeah. but, you know, we just have to, as an industry, we have to just stay on top of it because, you know, like, uh, for example – you know, in the pest control businesses, they all have to raise their prices, too. I mean, I've had people call and ask us if we do that. We don't do that right now, but I kind of know about what it costs because we, we have a service for our, our business in our home that they, they do pest control, and it's gone up a pretty good bit. But, you know, every industry, service industry has to go up or they can't be in business. Yeah, yeah. What um, How big was your business back when you were 16 like was did it did it, it like get to a big size or was it just like the neighborhood or what? it was no it was uh i was doing a lot ended up doing a lot of work for realtors okay and um at that time in the 2000s you know right before you know 2000 to 2007 before the economy crashed then with the housing market there was, there was a lot of houses that were setting for a long time and they weren't selling them as fast as they've been here lately and so they would contract me to maintain the properties, keep them up, you know, while they were on the market, which we don't do a lot of that right now because they're selling so fast they're not setting on the market for them to maintain. So they just, you know, in return, give our card to the new homeowner and, you know, then they'll call sometimes and we get pick up a new client. But back then, I had about, it started with me, but then I had about four guys at the end that were working with me during the summer and stuff. I mean, it... It wasn't huge. I mean, we were doing around seventy-five thousand to hundred thousand a year. Mm. I mean, it was pretty small business. Yeah. But, but now, probably double that. You know, nice. I have some seasonal guys that work during the spring and summer. Yeah. And um, I have I have some guys that work during the winter months. You know, just as needed. They they live near me. They're friends, neighbors, people I can call and trust. To, hey, you know, you want to go work with me tomorrow or something? And this time of year, it's been really slow we're still growing and trying to become a business where we can have 40 hour week employees every day you know every week yeah but it's it's hard with the economy right now yeah did you uh did you change anything intentionally um for the second time around to get to where you are or is it just kind of like you were just more going on uh well we 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 invested better with better equipment going forward with this new new time the new business this time yeah um, back then I started with cub cadets, you know, 
Home residential. De- Home, de- Home Depot <laughs> stuff, and now uh, now we have all commercial equipment. John Deere, uh, X Mark. You know, we we use the 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 good stuff that lasts. You know, because you know we're cutting you know 40 50 acres a week or more yeah so you know i mean you gotta have something that's gonna hold up you know yeah so yeah i hear you so what what are some of your goals uh well actually we'll say that i'll start with this what are some uh challenges if any or or lessons learned from 2022 um probably not not to overextend yourself right now with the the labor pool yeah um uh, you know, don't overpromise. You know, yeah, don't take on too much yeah. work, right? Yeah, yeah. It's it's been rough for sure. I mean, I, I don't know for you, but it's I, I can see a little bit of a bounce back, but it's still. I mean, it's always been challenging in in any kind of outdoor blue collar you know right. work. It's 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 always hard to find and keep good people because it's it's labor right. intensive no matter what you're doing. But it's just well, I've been like, I've been trying to hire a crew leader for two years now. Somebody yeah. that that wants a career. And uh, I, I've joined several of the uh, local chamber of commerces where I live, and um, I, they have job fairs coming up. And one of the local schools is having a job fair, and I'm planning on attending it and trying to recruit some help for the summer, some college you know, guys that want to go to college and maybe take horticulture hmm. or take turf management or something where they can have a job while they're going through college that's in their field that they're taking and maybe come back as a you know, a potential crew leader foreman position down the road. Yeah, that's a good uh, idea. Know, so we just had to we had to do the, the hard work ourselves and try to find find the right people for our businesses. You know, that's what's a challenge today more than before. Yeah. You know, before you could you know, and then, then we we get calls sometimes from people that have been in the banking industry or something and <laughs> right. And they all they, 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 they love they working love working outside, outside right? <laughs> but so they start working for you outside yeah, and yeah. they were like, Wait a minute, this isn't what I thought it was gonna be. Right. They, I don't know what the heck you thought it was gonna be. Right. You were gonna be helping grandma outside with <laughs> yep. the garden? You're right. Not the same thing. You're right. Yeah, there was a huge influx during COVID because everybody in the restaurant food industry, they were all, you know, laid off or furloughed or whatever the term was back then. And, and, you know, they were all applying and I was like all excited. I'm like, wait a minute, this is, I'm I'm getting false excitement because all these people like, oh, I, I love working outside. I I like working in the garden with my, with my mom. And I'm just like, no, this is not going to work out. It's totally different. It's totally different. Yeah. I had a guy this, this summer and, uh, not going to go into much detail about it, but, uh, he was in the national guard. And I thought, yeah, you know, this guy's going to be awesome. You know, he's going to be able to keep up and work all day long. He worked four hours and I had to carry him back to his car. Oh, so like, yeah. So like, you know, it's, it's, (laughs) yeah, it's, uh, but Uh, to to his benefit, it was like 112 that day. Right. Correct. (laughs) But you know, it's it's tough. It's always, it's always funny when you got the new guy or girl or whatever, the new, new person. And if you have a little bit more than like a five minute drive to the next yard in the middle of the day or 20 Towards the end of the day, and you look over, and you're they're just knocked out. They're just unconscious. Oh yeah, just sitting in the truck, just uh, and you're like, oh, yep, that's like the rookie, um, um, you know, hazing right there. Yeah. They're always. Well, I had a I had a guy call the other day, and he asked me what the hours were for working this summer. And I said, well, it's from daylight to dark. He said, daylight to dark? It gets dark at 8 o'clock. I said, yep. <laughs> I said, you know, I mean, that's what. Yeah. I said, but some days we might get off at 3 o'clock. It just yeah. depends on you, what right. you can do. Yeah. You know, you know, it's not, you know. 
Yeah, it's it's not for the yeah. faint of heart, that's for sure. Right. You really right. gotta you really gotta get get prepared for that kind of stuff and work your way up to it. And and of course, and not everyone's gonna just start and be like, you know, He Man over here. You know, you gotta yeah. build up a little you have bit of to. tolerance you have to. for the different type of weather and different type of work you do. But yeah, so hopefully, you know, we're 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 a little bit on the mend here when it comes to that and we can start finding some more folks. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely can relate to everything you're saying with, with the labor and trying to find a crew leader is is a a huge goal and, and a, a stepping stone to get your business to the next level and, and kind of get you onto other things and not have to necessarily be, right. you know, in the truck as much and yeah. things like that. Well, see, so, that's that's my biggest goal for this year is to, you know, work more on the business and the, instead of in the business. And, you know, it's, it's, it's still challenging, but it's doable. And um, I just have to take every day, you know, one day at a time. Yeah. And, um, you know, if anybody's in the, listening that's in the area of alabama central alabama that wants a career change that's not in this business that's listening to this and needs a career call me nice we, we can talk nice <laughs> well what's uh yeah that's a really good advertisement there good job <laughs> what about um so so now we talk about 2022 since it's still the beginning of february and we're, we're still real early into the year what are your goals for 2023 probably to uh get a little bit more organized uh, especially with uh we're gonna try to do some different things on our organizational stuff it's a uh, we got some apps that we use and we're checking into some i want to do that jobber i want to go that jobber on march okay. the first i think it is yeah that, yeah i want to check into that and try to get more organized with some stuff what do you use now yard, nothing yard book oh okay that's yeah. good that's not bad it's not bad yeah um so just kind of really increasing some of your efficiencies right. and technology a little bit. like Yeah. Apps and that's systems. like coming here, too. I'm, I'm trying to educate myself more into the, and trying to stay updated in the technology because I'm, I'm low-key techno. You know, I'm not. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you know, I'm not really into it that much. Yeah. But you have to learn or you get passed by, you know. Yeah. 100%. 100%. Yeah. Awesome. Well, before we get going here, I have a fun segment on my podcast episodes. There's these pod decks that I have, which are just random questions to ask that are completely unrelated to lawn and landscape. I mean, the answers, your answers could relate to that, but the questions themselves are pretty basic. Like, you know, uh, what's the cheesiest movie moment or line you can think of? Or what is the weirdest thing you've ever eaten? I mean, all kinds of stuff. What is something you get wrong almost every time you do it? You know, just... All kinds of interesting, random things just to kind of get to know folks a little bit more. So um, just these are brand new crispy deck. I've only used them a few times. So if you're if you're down, you yeah, can sure. randomly pick a card. You read what it says and answer the question. We'll All right. Go from there. If everything in your house had to be one color, what color would you choose? <laughs> oh, man. Probably John Deere green. Nice. <laughs> I have a funny story about that. Okay, let's hear it. I just painted our office John Deere green, and my wife came in the other day and about divorced me. <laughs> she says, it's not staying that color. Oh, I said, yeah, it is. You didn't even tell her or ask oh, her or anything? You just no. went for it. Better ask for forgiveness than permission sometimes. I've, right? I've, I've heard that for sure. I've heard that. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. Yeah. Wow, John Deere green. Well, what 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 is your uh, what do you like about that color so much? Just just I just a, a green. I like green. Yeah, I, it, I just like that's green. a specific green, John Deere green mm-hmm. too, not like monster green. Well, it's or not whatever. really yeah. really John Deere green. Um, you can't really find that color that matches if you go to Home Depot or Lowe's. Yeah. They can't match that color perfect, so it's Must a little be their own shade special color. It's huh? A little shade off. 
Yeah, you it's know, close enough. It's close. It's close. <laughs> wow, maybe it's John really, Deere has really, a patent on their own. Uh, it's really bright. Color. <laughs> it's really bright. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Maybe hey. I'll, I'll send you some pictures of it. <laughs> yeah, I would like to see that for sure. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you for being on the podcast. I appreciate uh, getting to know you a little bit and and um and getting your story on here for everybody. And I look forward to uh, exploring the rest of the show with you and, and everybody else that's here. So thank you again. Um, well, you're welcome. It was nice meeting you too. And uh, I'm not as nervous doing this one as I was the first one with Paul. There you go. See, yeah, you, you start to get warmed up. There oh, yeah. you go. I'll send oh, everybody yeah. to Paul first and, I'll, and then they can come over here. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you to the Toro Company for sponsoring the LCR Media Podcast. And to all you listeners, thank you again for always listening. And I appreciate it. If you uh, haven't left a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, please go ahead and do so. It means a, a great deal to all of us here. Um, But until the next episode, this is the Lawn Care Rookie signing off. This has been an LCR Media and Mr. Producer production.